welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast. This is the place of sharing juicy, soulful living, sometimes stories, sometimes just personal reflections or conversations um, with fellow travelers and insights shared. Um, yeah, so just interesting. I haven't had new glasses in a really long while. Thank God my sort of eyes have settled prescription wise. Um, but then progressively my lenses were getting to a place where no matter how much I kind of clean them they constantly look like they missed it over so I thought no 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 I think it's about time and it's so interesting just a lesson in how incrementally we can kind of get used to something when I took them um, the optometrist couldn't actually read the prescription accurately on the one lens because it was like so badly worn um, and I'm thinking gosh so that's what I've been looking through so when I was there, it was the first time I experienced this, she actually in the end actually like landed up making me sort of like a pair of glasses, could look very weird, very much out of like some science experiment or some sort of like um, Frankenstein construction. Um, and to walk around to just make sure that I felt okay with them. And it was absolutely incredible. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It's like everything looked so bright and clear and like crystal clear. I just like couldn't stop looking at everything. It was like so phenomenally amazing. And I was thinking like, it's not that the world's changed. <laughs> I'm looking through different lenses. <laughs> and my experience of the world is completely different. It felt like there was another dimension added, just in terms of the brightness, the color, the clarity. And I was like, I've been missing out on this whole world the whole time. And yeah, just to kind of come a little bit full circle with that, because there's some things that sometimes when I was growing up as well, my grandfather took up calligraphy. And there was this one quote. So it was like... Um, Found similar on the on the internet, so I think perhaps it's this gentleman, Barry, J.M. Barry. It is not in doing what you like, but in liking what you do that is the secret of happiness. Oh, I used to also find this so irritating. It's like, but if there's stuff I don't like to do, I just remember, because also like growing up and as a teenager, kind of getting very into the world of goal setting and vision boarding and passions and you know what turns you on and what do you like and what inspires you and finding ways to do work that you're doing what you love and I was like why must I settle it felt like settling how must I like like what I not in doing what you like but in liking what you do and it was like, but don't understand. There are things I seem to naturally like. Then what, I'm supposed to find ways to enjoy the stuff I don't like? I don't understand. And yeah, I just had such dissonance with this. And again, it's just been so interesting how it's not that anything changes. Like, like everything just is. Life just is. But looking through a different lens, having a different perspective, I slowly like I get this so much more now than ever before where it's not really about I can witness a personal preference 
but it's about deciding to just have fun anyway. Like, I can enjoy a warm, sunny day, but if it's overcast and raining or the wind's... Like, just to decide to have fun anyway. Yes, I can have a preference, but I can decide to enjoy. And, you know, a number of years ago, I was working in an environment like... I have this like resonance, as you know from previous podcasts, with like business as a force for good. And then there's this whole sort of conscious movement of business and you've got B Corps where companies are putting into their legislation, like into the actual corporate paperwork, that people and planet are part of the stakeholder equation and putting in legislation to protect this philosophy. And gosh, when I think about like having a value of non-judgment, looking back, I was hectically judgmental of some places that I'd been where instead of just acknowledging them for the fact that these were growing businesses that were providing employment for people who could support their families and were honoring their payment month in, month out, I was just so rigid on what like a conscious, contributive company should look like. You know, and, and workplaces where maybe the company didn't have it incorporated in their paperwork, but certainly people who work there and certainly the owners who did well financially certainly did invest and allocate their monies to amazing causes and look for ways to give back. So it may not have been according to my sort of rigid, oh my word, definition of things. So yeah, it's interesting how you can come to a different place of seeing things completely differently and then looking for the good. And so a while, a number of years ago, I was doing very similar work. And at that time, I was so fixated on, like, I can only make a difference in this and I have to be following my heart and my intuition. And, oh, my Lord. And there was another quote that just, like, this was a Peter Sage event. And he said, you start to make a difference when you realize there is no difference to make. You start to make a difference when you realize there is no difference to make. And it kind of hit home in some really like beyond words kind of way that it's more like subtle in terms of the energy you do something with. It's not what you do, but the energy you do it with that matters. So it doesn't matter what you're doing doesn't matter. I could be doing stuff that I think doesn't fit the whole like conscious business definition. But if I'm doing it with presence and love and dedication and I'm wanting to put out great work and the people I'm working with, I'm treating respectfully and trying to bring humor and fun into the workplace, like that is what's energetically sending out and that we have no idea of our interconnectedness and to just trust that wherever I find myself is exactly where I'm meant to be. And my job is actually to show up fully with as much dedication and full-heartedness and creative, oh, just juice to just do whatever is in front of me magnificently. Whether it's something like washing the dishes to preparing for some important deadline or presentation to doing some update that nobody may ever see. And yeah, it was just really nice to have an experiential version of that this week where I'm 
was prepping for a meeting and there was something that wasn't asked of me. It was just for me to be prepared for the meeting. There was a certain thing I wanted to do and reconcile a bunch of other things. And at the end of it, I was so sort of proud of what I'd created in preparation that I actually didn't care if anybody acknowledged anything or anybody else appreciated it. I just had such joy and satisfaction for the fact that I'd really thoroughly done this. And it was just so lovely. And it brings me, oh God, I know there's so many quotes today, but this is also one that I love so much. And it's a Hugh Prather that to live for results would be to sentence myself to continuous frustration. My only sure reward is in my action and not from them. So to get away from this fixation of results or recognitions or like long-lastingness of something and just that the sure reward, the only sure reward is in my actions and not from them. So it's in the doing and it was so beautiful. I was just so grateful this week that it was just like something that was on the computer that maybe in an area where years ago I would have been like oh but this isn't making a difference this isn't what my heart seems to like call towards and yeah just working so grateful for Mickey Singer's work and really just reflecting on the fact that so much of what I think I want or what turns me on is really just a product of everything that I've been through before and experiences that have opened me up before and kind of like wiring me, they're not really me. Um, and to find joy in just wherever, whatever, because of the energy with which I bring to it. So, oh, yeah. On that gloriously delicious note, I wish you happy adventuring until we meet again. Mwah.